0: Welcome to a quick little freeze, -freeze post-freeze chit-chat. I want to hopefully give you a little bit of encouragement today, and I also want to give you some instruction too. So, one week ago today, we were out covering our gardens, knowing that we were about to come into some really, really cold temperatures, not really knowing what to expect, not really knowing how things were going to turn out. We had our Christmas holidays. It seems like those things were so far away. But guys, it was just one week ago today that all of this started. Now, we're kind of picking up the pieces and dealing with the aftermath. And freeze damage always takes several days. To be able to kind of see where you're at. So we're at that point now. We're at the place where we're like, okay, I'm kind of seeing some things that are concerning to me. Or I'm seeing things I don't know what they mean or what they are. I want you to really listen to what I'm going to say today. Because I think it might, number one, save some of your plants. And number two, give you some encouragement for what's to come. So I want to just talk quickly, I am meeting with the Wild Child Garden Club here in just a few minutes and we're going to kind of take stock of what we've got and then get a plan moving forward. So we're going to get super specific inside of the Garden Club here in just a few minutes, but I wanted to jump on first and just sort of give you a more broad sort of like overview of what you might be seeing what you want to do next and what you don't want to do this is a really touchy few days and we're at the tail end of it so if your garden is still untouched from the freeze good job that's what you want we want to take a look at what we've got going on right now and then sort of make our best decisions and move forward from there So the first thing I want to talk about today is your vegetables and herbs. So there are a few things that you want to look for. A few things that you really want to sort of be on the lookout. Like you want to train your eye to see this stuff. And crazy enough, it really doesn't have anything to do with the white spots that you're seeing on your leaves. It doesn't have much to do with the fact that things are kind of droopy. Maybe they're a little wimpy. Those are all things that are going to work themselves out. That is certainly not a reason to pull a plant. Don't pull a plant just because it's got some burnt spots on it. Plants are incredibly resilient. What I do want you to be looking for instead is I want you to be training your eye to see two things. A mushy stalk is going to be a telltale sign that the plant is not going to recover. So I want you to look at the soil level. I want you to take a look carefully at the stalk at the soil. This is going to help you know whether or not you need to leave the plant or whether you can go ahead and pull it. So look for those mushy stalks. They will be a very light temperature, I mean color. They will be um, a very cool temperature when you. Touch them, they will be very flimsy. There will be no firmness to them at all. They'll be very cool to touch and they're just going to look wet and mushy. That's probably the best word I can use to describe it. This is a sign that that plant is done. Unless you see new growth, you will be shocked at what a lettuce plant can come back as. You'll be shocked at their recovery percentage. You may have a mushy stalk, but if you see new growth, if you see green anywhere on this plant Don't pull it. A leafy green will come back like a beast y'all Don't just automatically go out there and yank everything up because there's some mushy stalks Get down and look and see what is actually going on now for your cauliflower your cabbage broccoli and um, your brussels sprouts you're probably gonna notice that if the stalk is mushy the head is mushy too which is why we picked 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 before the freeze came if your head is mushy on those vegetables it's probably a wash simply because you just get one head off of a cabbage cauliflower and some broccoli varieties so if you're growing one of those varieties and the head is mushy and the stalk is mushy, it's gonna be a no-go. So you can go ahead and pull those. But for your leafy greens, if you see any new growth, if you see any green, leave it. You don't have to make that decision today and you might be very surprised at how it bounces back for you. The other thing that I want you to be thinking about is your fruit trees. A lot of times we uncover our fruit trees, the leaves are all dead. And we just think it's over. Don't rush your fruit trees. For many of them, they're at a dormant stage. Which means they're not going to come alive again if they're damaged or not until spring. Leave them be. Continue to water them like you always would. Continue to cover them if the temperatures drop below freezing. And just let it ride. Come spring, take another look at them and really kind of look and decide whether or not there's any green new growth. Here's a trick to how to do that. Take your fingernail and scratch the stalk. If when you scratch the stalk, there's green, your plant is alive. Your citrus tree, your blueberry bush is alive. Don't don't dig this one up before you do that. Because it's going to look dead all the way until spring, simply because it's dormant. You could be digging up a tree that's perfectly fine. Could you imagine? So don't do that. Come spring, scratch the stalk. If it's green, let her go. If it's not green, you can go ahead and dig it up. But for now, you're just going to keep on business as usual. You're going to keep watering. You're going to keep covering. And hopefully, come spring, it's going to bounce back for you. Keep that in mind. It's not just a death certificate, right? A broad spectrum, the garden and everything I've ever grown in my entire yard is gone. That's not the case. That's not the case. Some of these plants are way more cold hardy than you may realize that they are. Some of them are going to come back. So remember, we're looking for new growth. We're looking for any sign of life. If you want to go out and scratch the trunks of your citrus trees right now to see, go ahead. We're looking for signs of life. And if we see any, we're not removing. But sometimes there are going to be plants that have suffered extensive damage. Cauliflower is very dramatic. So she is not going to just be standing proud and tall right now. Even if you covered, even if you added tarps, even if you added leaves, even if you added lights, she's not going to just bounce back. She's going to take a minute, but she still may if your heads are not mush. Give the garden time. And also, while you're waiting, start to really take care of your garden. Make sure it stays watered well. Go ahead and give them a good feeding. These things will help them bounce back. And even if you have to let go of some of your plants, even if you have to say goodbye to some things, that's okay. Remember that in the garden, death equals life. Something has to die in order for something else to live. That's the way it goes, both in the garden and in our own lives too. Keep that in mind as well. Don't just get into a negative spiral or some sort of, you know, funk. ...about the fact that your garden is done for for fall and winter. It may not be. And even if it is, I have three ideas for you to get yourself through until spring. So even if you decided not to cover, we have ladies inside the Garden Club... ...who literally said, it's Christmas weekend, I have a lot going on, my garden is on her own... ...and I'm happy. I've harvested so much and I'm happy... If I don't get anything else out of her if that is you and if that is how you feel right now that's okay too keeping in mind that your garden is your garden will really help you reconcile that decision it was not the wrong decision it was the right decision for you and now I want to give you three things that you can do while you're waiting for spring the first is that you can go ahead and document everything that you see in your garden and everything you experienced. This is going to be really really key for you because here's the bad news the cold weather is not over so it's gonna be important that you document this because if you're anything like me life is gonna happen and you're not going to remember what that low was you're not gonna remember how many days it was cold Go ahead and document all of those things. Document your load. Document the duration. Document your method of protection. Whether or not it worked. What you would do differently. What didn't go as you had planned. Document all of that. Because when we get to another round of this, you're going to want to know and it's going to help make your work in the garden much, much easier. So make sure you've documented everything. Second, you can go ahead and start replacing things. So if you are certain that your broccoli is a no-go, if you are certain that you have lost all of your lettuce, if nothing's coming back, if there's no sign of life, no new growth, you can go ahead, cut these all veggies off at the soil level and replant some things that are a little more cold tolerant. I recommend planting collard greens, I recommend planting maybe even some garlic and onions on the edges of your beds if you haven't planted garlic and onions yet. You want to plant some things that are going to be okay in the cold and collards are excellent because they don't mind the cold at all. They look gorgeous in the beds and you can harvest them all the way through until spring and enjoy some nice collard greens all winter long. Maybe you want to go ahead and replant your lettuce. Absolutely do that. You can plant all of these things by seed right now. So plant some more lettuce. If you plant lettuce today, you'll be harvesting lettuce by the end of January. Continue replanting. Think of things that you could plant in your garden that maybe you didn't save room for. Maybe you were like, no, collard greens, I need too many of them for what I want to do and how many people I feed, so I'm going to skip them all together. Now would be a great time to plant a bed of collards if you've got an empty bed. It would also be a really good time for you, number three, to start dreaming of spring. It would be an excellent time for you to just say thank you to your garden. We thank our gardens inside the Wild Child Garden Club. Does that sound crazy to you? It shouldn't. We thank our gardens for what it has offered us and how much it has provided for us. Compost everything and look forward to spring. You can do this by starting to peruse the seed catalogs. If you're anything like me, your mailbox is full of them and I love it. I will sit down with a glass of afternoon tea and just fold down pages like a crazy person. I love it. Peruse the seed catalog. Start dreaming of the things that you want to grow that maybe you didn't grow last year. Maybe you were too afraid to do something. Maybe this is your year. Start going ahead and looking towards spring and dreaming of spring. Go back through your camera roll. Look back at March and April of 2022. That will inspire you so much for 2023. Go back and look and see what all you grew. What did your garden look like in March? What did your garden look like in February? Spring is on her way, guys. And really and truly, it is the perfect time to get excited about it. I'm ready for spring, for sure. I want you to start getting excited for what is to come. And if you're already excited about spring, if you're already Looking forward to it. Why not start some seeds? In South Louisiana, we typically will start seeds the first week of January so that we can be ready to plant the first week of March. Jump in with us in the Success with Seeds course. This is a Facebook pop-up course that is completely free. And you will get step-by-step instructions to help you plant seeds for spring and be successful with it. Starting seeds indoors is so much fun. And inside of this pop-up course, we're going to take you all the way from choosing your seeds and buying your supplies and equipment to transplanting them into the garden. It is a fun, fun way to spend these dreary winter months. So start some seeds. Start small. You don't have to plan that you're going to do your entire garden from seeds, but maybe just a couple of packs would get you excited and keep your hands busy during these winter months. So I encourage you join us over there. We are getting started now and we officially will plant our seeds on January 8th. So join us. Come on. We are doing a Facebook group where we're very active all the time. In addition to that, you're going to get a workbook that's going to take you all the way through your seed starting journey. And you're going to get weekly teaching videos that kind of dig deeper into the workbook and help you understand what's going on that week. And then, of course, we're fleshing it out in the Facebook group. It is a in-real-time, totally free course that will give you success with seeds. So come and join us over there. You can get all the details at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com slash seeds. And come on with us if you're looking for something to keep your mind on the garden but you're really feeling like you've lost everything out there and now you're just going to kind of be twiddling your thumbs until March. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. Start dreaming of spring. Replant those empty spaces with leafy greens that are cold hardy. And start some seeds. You will really find that you will be so inspired for spring. And it's not that far away, guys. We're about to embark on a brand new year, new growth, New communities and new fun things to do. Don't let the drudgery of this one freeze event take your joy out of gardening. Don't do that. You can always throw out some collard seeds and get that garden back green again very, very quickly. And collards, again, are super, super cold hardy. That is what my hope is for you. My hope is that you stay inspired. My hope is that you remember why you're gardening in the first place. My hope is that you're thankful for all that you've picked already. But my hope is also that you don't give up too quickly. I want you to go and take a look. Look closely. Train your eye to see a few things. Mushy stalks, new growth. If you've got a mushy stalk, it's probably a goner. If you've got new growth, it's probably alive. If you can keep that in mind and start dreaming of spring by looking through your camera roll by perusing those seed catalogs and by joining us in Success with Seeds and trying your hand at seed starting this year, I really think that this event will just become one of those things that we say in the Garden Club all the time. We say, that's gardening. And it is. And we wouldn't have it any other way. So get busy and don't forget to document what has happened in your garden over the last week. It was just seven days ago, guys. Just a week ago, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it was just seven days ago. Document, look through your camera roll, get excited for spring and then train your eye to look for mushy stalks and new growth. And don't give up on your garden just quite yet. Tell me if you if you end up going and scratching the stalks of your fruit trees too. I would love to know if they made it. I am so grateful to be here with you and I will see you guys next time.